Hello, everybody. Welcome to It's a Guy Thing podcast with your host, Tyler Hennig. Today on the podcast, we have my good friends, Nick and Callie. I met Nick and Callie in 2018. We went to Japanese language school together for a couple months. So we hung out a lot during those times. Uh, I miss them lots. They're my dear friends. They're awesome people. Uh, this podcast was recorded back in early-ish December. So some things are kind of out of date. But this was the longest podcast I recorded. It was, it was two hours originally. But I lost all the audio of the first hour. So enjoy what we have. I loved it. And I hope you will too. My past two semesters have been all online. Uh, and I'm so done with it. Like trying to focus on an, in an online class mm-hmm. is absolutely brutal. And doing that every day, week by week. And like last semester, I had three classes with the hardest teacher all in a row. It was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was all Dr. Saitama. And he gives like every week he gives like a book, a novel to read as homework. (laughs) Oh, my God. What kind of class was it? Like what subject? uh, So I had systematic theology one and two and then church history one. Oh, interesting. So it was like lots of like heavy stuff, lots of dates and stuff to remember. Right. Oh my goodness, it was brutal. (laughs) So just having that semester done and over with felt so good. So I really enjoyed my time off. Even though I was working full time, just being able to go to work and come home without worrying about homework. Mm. Such a relief. Yeah, it's really Um, nice to complete it. Yeah, but since uh Monday this week we started winter semester. Back at it. So I'm back at it. Um Actually, today I had my first hybrid class, so I went to class in person. Interesting. And my teacher was behind a big glass shield. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it was bizarre. And he was still doing, like, a Zoom call on his laptop. But I could, because we have people stuck in their home countries. I see. So he has to do it online. Right. So it was basically like I was in a Zoom call, but I could just see the main host in person. Because <laughs> he wasn't even looking at me right. or He's the other students. Him. He was looking at the computer. So, And I was like, he usually uses a whiteboard to like write down all of his notes. But because he's using Zoom, he uses his computer. So I had my phone open, like looking, watching the zoom call so i could see like his screen share oh my god (laughs) it felt like really useless but it kept me accountable for like focusing because when i'm in my room like on in an online class it's like you know i'm gonna have three tabs open of twitter instagram and reddit right yeah, I guess that's kind of been the thing with like um so much online classes and whatever like um cuz even for me like I'm doing my uh my Japanese lessons online now too. Mm-hmm. And and it's just made me realize how much responsibility it takes and like what a piece of shit student I am. You know? <laughs> if, if you have the willpower to be able to study online then I think the system is is great, and right. like you can mm-hmm. still you can still do it. But I it, think... it takes a prodigy child to do it. I think. I think. Yeah. I think the yeah. majority of people really struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I yeah, like you, man. I definitely, definitely would not be able to focus. Yeah, it's unreal. And then I mean, your bed is two feet away from you. Like the amount of times I've just turned my camera off and just went into my bed and slept is, it's not even right. <laughs> There's a funny story on the news that uh, some professors were getting upset because students were showing up to Zoom calls in pajamas. And yeah. And it felt like it was disrespectful. Oh, interesting. No, yeah, like most of my classes are at 1 p.m. and I can't deny that I've woken up at like 12.30, rolled out of bed and got off <laughs> the call. Yeah, 
and my hair is like totally messed up. I like just threw on a sweater. I I, I have been to class without pants like several times. <laughs> Do you guys have to turn on your cameras? You have to at the beginning and the end, and oh, for after, before and after break to like prove that you're still Attendance. there. Mm-hmm. But because most of the teachers understand that it's exhausting having. Like it's it it truly is exhausting knowing that you're being watched constantly. Yeah, for sure. So they allow you to turn your video off for like most of the class. Yeah, I know here in Japan, uh, like uh, privacy is kind of a big issue, and so um, sometimes we have students who don't want to turn on their camera, and they might say some bullshit thing like their camera is not working or whatever but well we know that they just think. don't want to turn it on yeah i've never had that problem with the student yet yeah do oh. your students always have their cameras on my students always do yeah but my students are all adults too i don't know if you have to mm. that's the reason why or not mm. oh yeah you like different people each time right mm-hmm. yeah like, you don't really know like my students are like they sign up specifically for certain teachers wherever they want. So I, I have kind of my regular people. So I guess they know me enough and then I know them mm. enough where maybe they feel comfortable, mm. you know, mm. having this yeah. on. Yeah, my students are um, usually random from like all over Japan. So uh, they really have the liberty to do Japan. whatever they want. Yeah. yeah I mean, that makes- I guess they're paying for it so they can get what they want out of right, it. Right, exactly. It's just really weird to talk to a blank screen. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then you're probably forced to have your video on, I'm assuming. I am, yeah. All the time. (laughs) Oh, man. 2020 problems. This is such bullshit. I'm so done with this whole thing. Like just being in class today with my teacher behind a glass shield. Yeah, like, that's really? crazy. Like, really, are we here? Uh, I mean, it makes sense, but like, damn, that sucks. Like, fuck, mm. shit, man. Yeah, it's really bizarre to have that complete disconnect. You know, where yeah. like this problem is serious enough that they need uh, everyone to wear masks and put up plastic shields, but everybody will still pack into a train in the morning. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, which is it? <laughs> They're not uh, gonna, like, lock the, down. the backwards logic sometimes is unreal. Right. And they're still going to have, like, the go-to travel campaign stuff. It's like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, complaining to Callie about this earlier, but I think, you know, um, back to your question about whether or not there's going to be a lockdown, I think, you know, work is such a huge part of the Japanese identity that there's just no way that... Yeah, you know, that's uh, what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. <laughs> Like people come to work with colds and fevers, so you know, true. It'll yeah, COVID, COVID aside, nobody really takes sick days. Right. Oh, that yeah, that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like at at my workplace at Costco, there would be cashiers who are like coughing and sneezing, and like you can tell, you can see it on their face that they're like sick. Yeah. But they still come to work and you're like, you are spreading this to your coworkers, these like customers, like mm-hmm. all just for like the sake of like showing like showing face showing so you up. can't like yeah. yeah, exactly. And even like because it, even if you want to take a day off, like sometimes your boss or like the manager doesn't even let you anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I've had like at my first job in Japan, uh mm-hmm. my like on the way to work one day, I got a call that told me my grandpa passed away. And I was like, you know, oh. obviously super distraught and everything. But I yeah. made it to work. And then I was crying the entire time. And then, of course, the teachers, other teachers were sympathetic and asked me, like, oh, are you okay? What happened? And I explained yeah. my situation, bawling the entire time. And then mm-hmm. the manager comes in. And he's like, so you're going to do your class now or what? And I'm like, I'm like. My eyes oh, are all puffy and shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home now. And he's like, so what do you want me to do about your classes? And I was like, I can't, I can't teach like this. Yeah. But like, oh my gosh. 
I guess, you know, work culture is very different here, I think. Yeah, I think that happens all too, all too much. Either that like or that. my manager was, was, was just a dick, which could also be the case. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, it's kind of weird now, you know, like even at um, more westernized uh, companies, like mm -hmm. there's still a ton of Japanese culture here, you know? So like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's the people who call out of work, like, because for me, you know, I'm working with uh, a lot of Westerners. Mm -hmm. um, but even then, like people are almost afraid to call out because you know, you get so much backlash from the staff and coworkers. Yeah. It's just not the it's culture here. Backlash. It's always like Kuki Oyomu backlash. Like you gotta read the air. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of yeah, passive aggressiveness. Always... Yeah. <laughs> passive aggressive. Yeah, they'll never tell it to your face. Right. Mm -hmm. It just makes me more angry. I hate it. Yeah. But I'd say on the whole, you know, I've been really happy living here. I, especially this nightmare of a year, you know, yeah, watching. Yeah, for real. That's school. true. Yeah. Like compared to like, if I was back in America and living through that. Person, <laughs> yeah, what, what's the situation bad? like in Hawaii? Hawaii's not bad. Like I guess, I guess. and not in the mainland. <laughs> Hawaii is. Oh, man, Callie, I think you're, you're, oh, you're is, Yeah, you're cutting out. Again. Yeah. Ah, all right, I'm just going to hold it up like this. All right. But yeah, I read an article that said that Hawaii is the only state in America that does not have increasing covid infection rate or something like mm. that the only state in america and i was like oh <laughs> which is still not great but it's not part of me like separates hawaii from america i think a lot of people think i think e even americans don't know that hawaii is part of america <laughs> like <laughs> times Jeez. it definitely feels that way though you know yeah um, yeah yeah, even coming from Hawaii, living in Hawaii and coming from Hawaii, it feels that way. I don't I don't feel like American, like as yeah. American as other Americans. Yeah, do. I mean it's just it it physically and culturally is right between Japan and or Asia, right. I guess, and the US. Yeah. That's so interesting. I um is so there isn't like a lot of like patriotism. Really. I mean, you know, of course you have some of them because, you know, we have a military base uh, in Hawaii, bases in Hawaii. So you get those kind of, you know, patriotism type of military dudes. Uh -huh. And of course you have like, you know, uh, people that move to Hawaii from the mainland, stuff like that. So they're uh -huh. usually the most patriotic. But I don't know many. I actually don't know many local, like born and raised in Hawaii people who are extremely patriotic like hmm. they are in the mainland do you mm, not really i mean right? i think hawaii is just very liberal um yeah that too but yeah of course that's not to say that you know there aren't any uh conservative america types right. <laughs> yeah uh there definitely are but i think definitely. it's it's much more mild right yeah. yeah, much more mild. Much more mild. Is are like uh is there marijuana restrictions in Hawaii? Uh they were in talks to legalize right. it. But mm. as of now, um it hasn't Bruh, I, think, I I think it is legal to have it. But we don't have like vending machines or dispensaries or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. What about what about same sex marriage? That's that's what is it? It's uh uh what do they call it? Uh 
not a partnership, but uh, they have a word for it. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I forgot what the word is. This but what yeah, happens when basically. you live in Japan and study another language is you start to forget your English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I forgot. Yeah, I totally don't remember. Anyways, they do. They they do. My my friends got married last mm. winter. Actually, like a year ago, almost exactly, in Hawaii. So yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it is. What about uh gun uh gun ownership? Uh, it's it's the same. Like you can own a gun or something. There's no else. open carry. There's no open carry though. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's very like. It's not as popular as in the mainland. Yeah, so it's de- it definitely leans left a little bit compared yeah. to. Yeah, for sure. Like I don't huh. know, I don't know a single person. At least I don't know. I know Nick does, but I don't know a single person who owns an actual firearm in Hawaii. Uh, I don't think it's that uncommon. Like people, yeah, well, I like. Definitely. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, my experience. It is much rarer, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm like so fascinated with Hawaii. Okay, okay. Here's a question I've always had for like Hawaii. Yeah, go for it. In in your education, were you guys like taught a lot about like Polynesian culture? Yeah, in the fourth grade, if you go to Hawaiian or uh, elementary school in Hawaii, I think nation. I mean, like statewide, it's always the fourth grade that you study hawaiian history like quite extensively and then usually mm-hmm. at least most uh fourth graders in any school in hawaii takes a trip to the big island of hawaii where they have like actual like museums and like you know people who extensively studied hawaiian history and hawaiian culture and then they talk mm-hmm. about it and you learn about it you learn mm-hmm. some hawaiian language that i don't remember anything at all yeah like are you guys required to learn hawaiian in school I don't think like not to the extent of learning like a second language, but they do like teach you, you know, basic words or phrases stuff at that time. Yeah, uh, I know for me, I also went on. Yeah, everyone goes. Yeah, uh, probably around. Times. Yeah, Yeah, I thought they did a really good job of um, introducing a lot of Hawaii's history. History. Yeah. I don't remember any of it. It was really good, yeah. They 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 showed you around like the the petroglyphs. Petroglyphs is that the word for it? Petroglyphs. I don't remember. I think it was petroglyphs, which were like the ancient Hawaiian drawings on the lava rocks, and then they would tell Whoa. a story, all that kind of stuff. And oh, then that's so about cool. The history of like different kapu areas, which are uh, what sacred land that you're not allowed to step on, and the reasons why they're sacred, and all that other stuff. Hmm. So yeah, you do learn the importance of the Hawaiian culture, Hawaiian history, uh, mm-hmm. in school in Hawaii, and then in university. If you go to, at least if you go to University of Hawaii, you can take Hawaiian language as as like yeah, I, I I've seen that. Because I remember looking into University of Hawaii. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually been dying out. You know, unfortunately, yeah. like I think. There aren't a lot of job opportunities for people who specialize in that kind of thing. And even the language itself, like now, there aren't a lot of people who can still speak fluent Hawaiian. Right. Yeah, I remember hearing that too. Yeah, yeah that's it's really similar to like Canadian history. Like when we're young, we learn about like the First Nations. Mm. Um, but it's like pretty, at least in... I don't know what it would be like today, but in my time, we like really focused in on like European settlers and like uh, kind of like their whole um, expedition from Europe to Canada and settling and pioneering. And it's kind of like European focused and we don't really talk about like the cultural genocide that went on. And there, there we do discuss like, like the the atrocities that the Europeans had, like giving false treaties and starting residential schools in uh, like Canada to try and like rid uh, First Nations people of like their culture. Oh uh, yeah. Um. 
stuff like that. So I I'm, I was very curious of like if it's like a kind of like an unbiased or like an open conversation that is done for in like Hawaiian education. Mm, I'd say it's pretty biased. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they do go, I thought they did really well at going over like the general Hawaiian history, but they kind of like sweep over the whole part where America comes in and like takes over, you yeah. know? So everything before that part, they do a really good job of like being thorough about it, you know, mm-hmm. Kamehameha comes and like, you know, defeats all the other dudes and takes out, you know, uh, unites the islands and all that stuff. but then when the whole cook comes in and like you know tries to take over the islands and negotiate with the Mm. hawaiians that they kind of brush over like and then this happened and we're extinct like because i think um you know to a lot of the you know the colonizers were the ones who set up a lot of the schools and so yeah yeah it's also also (laughs) we both went to we both went to a school of those colonizer people, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Both of our schools are, yeah. Mm, did you guys go to uh, different schools? I guess we went to rival schools. Yeah. Rival schools? Yeah, we can't be friends. Yeah, we can't be friends. No, in Hawaii, we have a uh, private schools that are that form like rivalries with each other. So our both our high schools are like the top rival schools. Yeah, they hate each other's guts. Quote unquote. It's not it's not like actual hate. It's what just the like hell? friendly banter. <laughs> this sounds like such an American thing. It's such an American <laughs> thing, yeah. It is. It, maybe it's a Hawaii thing. Like in Hawaii, there's like this strange culture where it's super important what high school you went to. Oh yeah. And so like that's, so that's the first question, like Yeah. The first it's kind of a meme. Is, oh, you're from Hawaii? What high school did you go to? That's yeah. the very first question that you that's get hundred percent of the time. Yeah. No way. That's kind of similar to Japan. Like, depending on what university you went to, you'll get a job um, or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, same so, thing. what's like the top high school in Hawaii? Mine. Right now, it's no, hers, unfortunately. It is mine? Oh, stop. It's been here for, I thought we were going to have a fight. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, mine might be at the top right now, but Nick's high school. President Obama graduated from his high school, so he oh. gets that. But I got Sun Yat-sen. My high school got Sun Yat-sen. You got Obama. So I say that's pretty even. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Sun Yat-sen. Fair. But yeah. Did you, were you guys uh like when you guys were kids? Did you guys watch anime? Like, were you really interested in Japan when you guys were kids? Uh, you know, looking of... back on it, it's kind of hard to distinguish yeah. what was American culture and what was Japanese culture. You know, like we have so much mm. Japanese influence that things that I thought were just yeah like, normally done. For example, like taking off your shoes before you go in the house, right? Um, when oh I really? College, yeah, like I was horrified that people were walking in the house with shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. And like my whole life, I just thought that was like the way that you know that's just culture. Yeah. Yeah. This is the way it's out done. Japanese. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's it's, that's it's true. Canadian too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And... We, we don't do shoes in the house. Good. It's whenever disgusting. I see American movies and they're like with shoes in the house right it's so gross it's so disgusting but yeah we have a lot of uh japanese or just asian in general uh of different asian cultures we have a lot of influence that's really interesting yeah so hawaii is a very interesting uh place because we have so much influence from different cultures and it Mm -hmm. kind of gets put into a mixing pot of you know all in one kind of mixed together into Hawaii, I guess, Hawaii culture. Yeah. I think one of the more interesting ones is um, holidays. So like in Hawaii, we have so many different cultures that we just have holidays and like, uh, you know, festivals and stuff going on all the time. That's true. Yeah. It's like, you know, because like Chinese are celebrating Chinese New Year's and 
Japan is celebrating like Girls Obon. Day, Boys Day, and stuff yeah. like that. Obon, yeah. So. You guys celebrate that in Japan? Yeah. I mean, in Hawaii? In Hawaii, yeah. yeah. That is. So you guys grew up with those days? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So like, like, I was super into Obon in Hawaii. Like, I used to go to Obon uh, Matsuri or Obon festivals. That is hilarious. Every year. Yeah, because that was a big thing in Hawaii as well. Mm-hmm. So you, it's just like a party year-round. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> just steal whatever culture's got a party going on. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. We do Cinco de Mayo, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything. Dude. Everything. St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, American holidays, any Asian holiday. Yeah. Any excuse to party, I guess. Hmm. But I think that has kind of really lent itself to thinking a little bit more liberally, I guess. You know, like it's hard to be, uh, how like, shall we put this? Super discriminatory to. Yeah. You know, in a place that's uh, got so many different people. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. I mean, not to say that, like, Hawaii, of course, isn't perfect. Like, of course, you know, there are people yeah, there yeah. who are, you know, who who are more closed-minded about stuff like that. But I think for the most part, like, generally speaking, I think Hawaii people tend to be more mm. liberal about those types of things. Yeah, speaking of problems in Hawaii, I think um, one is definitely that Hawaii feels very lazy. Uh, yeah. So like here, mm-hmm. the culture is a complete 180. Like people literally work themselves to death, whereas yeah. that would never happen in Hawaii. That is probably zero cases in Hawaii. I guess. That feels like pretty general for like island culture. That's true, yeah. Because yeah. so. I heard that's similar in Okinawa too. Like they they well they say that's why the Otis people are Okinawan because mm. they. They kind of have that mentality and chill them, yeah. Work themselves to death, (laughs) right? They just wear wear aloha shirts to work, and you know, get off on time and go to the beach or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. good times. How's your studies been? Have you been keeping up with Japanese? Uh, yeah, I think like Japanese is such an integrated part of my life at my (laughs) workplace. Oh yeah, right. that, um, yeah. It's just become kind of like a normal thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was talking to. I'm actually thinking about um, switching to part time. I think, uh, you know, when we talk to students, there's such a a huge gap in level between students who use it at work and students who don't. Mm-hmm. I think, like, if you're serious about learning a language. You have to find a job in the target language. Yeah. Like, it's so important because it's so much input that you get. Like, even if you don't have that many opportunities to speak or you're saying the same phrases every day, just hearing it all the time, like, increases your understanding. No, it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I have specific words that I remember just because I heard them, like, repetitively at work. Mm-hmm. and now like i'll never forget them mm-hmm. and yeah. they were words that originally like when i f- i didn't even know what was being said but because i heard it over and over and over and over again i figured i didn't even have to look it up in a dictionary it was mm-hmm. like i figured out like oh this means that oh. and then now it has become like part of my vocabulary right and it's like a pretty unreal honestly like when i look back like when I truly look back to my first day at Costco, it's insane how much I've like picked up just from like workplace culture. That's the best, man. Like no amount of like classroom study. Like of course that helps, you know, but mm-hmm. like I think just learning it the natural way like that, I mean it takes a ton of time, but yeah, like you said, you know, those things that's like how you acquire language. Yeah, not only time though, but like, dude, it has like laid me like spread open, completely like vulnerable. Like, I have been humiliated. I have been embarrassed. Like, it is just 
like the situations I've been in, like has left me with like so much shame and like embarrassment. <laughs> but you're right. Like at the end of the day, like I, I've gone through like all those like shitty things, but yeah, it has out. ultimately like given like, I don't know. Yesterday I went on before my shift started, I had like a really natural conversation with a coworker. Like that's awesome, dude. Like usually I find myself like really struggling through conversation, like really like really focusing on listening and then having to spend time coming up with an answer. And by the time I come up with my answer, they've already moved on to the next right. subject. But like yesterday I had a conversation where it was like, it felt natural and it was like, just kind of like some small talk, mm -hmm. but it, it was like really rewarding to Don't walk away from that conversation and be like, yo, I interacted with a person and like built that relationship in a like my second language. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the best feeling. Yeah. It, I agree with you completely. Really like there, there are days that it varies wildly, you know, like some mm -hmm. days your Japanese is awesome and you understand everything. And then there's other days where like, I've just, uh, you know, I come home and I'm like, all right, Callie, we're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Feel that. yeah. So it's crazy that it can vary so much, but Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with you you know looking back on it from like uh mostly neutral you know like because now we're speaking english right so mm -hmm. you know thinking about it now like i, I wouldn't want to trade it like this is definitely the way to go but yeah like you said man i think yeah. you know um like learning it through work and mm -hmm. just like making yourself vulnerable and it sucks when it happens, but you have to be willing to put yourself out there because otherwise you just are not going to be able to learn it the way that you want to. Yeah, and I, th I think you're right in saying that work is like the best place to do it because it, it really does folk, uh, force you mm -hmm. to be in those uncomfortable situations. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you're not in a workplace setting and you have it has to be up to your own merit in order to put yourself in those un uncomfortable situations you most likely will avoid those situations at all costs yeah for sure i think but, one of the biggest problems has mm -hmm. been um like most of our japanese friends here speak mm -hmm. pretty good english and it's yeah. so easy you know like if they say three words in english like we'll just switch and mm -hmm. so it's right. so hard like you really have to be around people who only speak the target language yeah mm -hmm. And especially when your boss is like yelling at you to go do something yeah. <laughs> and you're like, y you do the wrong thing. You do what, like, you don't know what they're saying and you have to be like, uh, one more time, please slowly. Right. And, like you really pay attention and start to learn because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it affects like your job. Yeah. I mean, your job is on the line. Yeah. But you need that, you know, like it has to be just, it, it really does. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, you'll never forget that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, I've been <laughs> like one of my managers told me wants to like go help one of the like the merch uh, people, mm -hmm. and I thought she was talking about like the fish people like the fish area of Alaska. Uh. So I like went to the fish area and like, I was so confused. It's like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to like, like if you work in the fish department, you have to wear like hairnet and lab oh, coat and yeah, like yeah. boots and like all the get. And I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. And then they were like, what are you doing here? I was like, I don't know. I think like the supervisor told me to come here. And then they had to call other people. They had to call the supervisor on the walkie talkie. And then the, they were trying to explain to me like where I'm supposed to go. Like it's just so embarrassing. Mm. You just you feel like just such a worm. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel useless. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. God, I want to die. I want to leave <laughs> Japan. In those moments, it's the worst. It's the fucking worst. 
I had one of those um, actually while we were still in KCP and I was uh, trying to buy movie tickets and we were at a theater that I had never been to before and it was like kind of strange like an older theater really small and I had no idea where the actual theater was uh-huh. and so uh, the guy gave me instructions like people were waiting in line to get into the theater oh, man. and I just completely misunderstood him and I think I like the direction I was going was like leaving the building and this poor guy was just yelling instructions at me the entire time I couldn't understand Mm -hmm. he actually had to physically grab me and (laughs) move me into line and I had to stand there waiting around all these people who watched it and um, oh god I was so close to leaving the movie theater Uh, oh yeah it's only 12 bucks i'm out (laughs) (laughs) it's only 12 bucks yeah but having to stand there is just and i think for callie and i because uh you know uh, we're japanese and we look japanese that's true oh yeah true that's a whole nother yeah actually that's a good that's a good transition because i listened so to prepare for this podcast i listened to the previous episodes and one of your previous dudes, I am so I don't remember who it was. I don't remember which podcast it was, but they were talking about how he was felt like that he could use his gaijin car basically, like he could mm. do certain things because he can be excused for looking like a foreigner and being a foreigner. Mm-hmm. I felt like that's uh, not quite applicable for for me and Nick, just because mm. we don't we don't have that. Like they can't look at us and be like, oh they're foreigner you know yeah yeah it's like they look at us like oh i can speak you know super fast casual japanese or <laughs> Kago japanese you know complete natural speed and don't know exactly mm-hmm. what i'm saying i'm like nope <laughs> and then you tell them you have to you ask them to slow it down and they look at you like why do i have to slow it down are you yeah ha huh, that's so interesting yeah and then that comes the whole thing and then Ah, that's the worst. I think that's, yeah, that's by far the worst. Oh, man, because being Haole or, like, super white like me, it's just (laughs) people approach you with such delicacy, and they're, like, very careful in their approach, and, like, I tried to, I I got some food at a cafe yesterday, and Uh the guy, I was replying, I was using Japanese only on him, and I was, like, Ordering at a cafe is like, I can do that easy. Right, right. He just kept answering me in English. I'm like, <laughs> come on, bro. And like, this sometimes would be easier for you like... and for me if you right. do this. <laughs> Shit. And like, like, it probably feels like kind of insulting, right? For you. Because you're like, I'm speaking Japanese, reply to me mm. in Japanese. It doesn't but really, I... like, I, I, it doesn't really feel insulting. Right. It's it's just more like his English was so bad that it was like, <laughs> my Japanese is better than your English. So let's just cut to the chase. Right, right. That's true. But if he had like like decent English, then I'd be like, oh yeah, like I I I've had to learn to just like accept it and be like, okay, yeah, they see mm-hmm. my face and they're gonna speak English and right and like if if you have a bad attitude towards it, then you you're gonna have a bad time. But, right, right. So I've tried to change my attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's helped me a lot like i think Good. when people are excited to speak english then just and you let it. them have it then right, it, it right. really just makes for a better interaction that's true but yeah you, for you guys it's probably like the, the you walk into a, a cafe or something and it's just like kegel like all right. the, uh, difficult japanese or like you're like waiting for the train and then like some Oji-san or Oba-san like start making small talk to you and I'm just like oh no I can't disappoint them with my bad Japanese and I don't want (laughs) to yeah you get really self-conscious and I'm just like oh I'm sorry my Japanese is so bad they think I'm Japanese (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to make I'm sorry to disappoint you oh yeah I think for me the worst has been um on the phone because like Kelly and I have Japanese last names and so they just oh yeah oh yeah and like it's different when you can see that the other person doesn't understand, right? When you look confused and they're yeah. like, okay, clearly this person is confused. 
And because my responses on the phone are usually set, like the first couple of things you say are, are you know, oh. set, set phrases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, God, it's terrible. There's just mm. that, that full speed. And... and like talking on the phone is already terrible to begin with, right? Like mm-hmm. who likes communicating on the phone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On top of that, in another language, when they think that you're Japanese, when you're not actually... Oh. Yeah, there's like for you guys, there's like three layers. It's like first, yeah, who doesn't like talking on the phone? Second, doing it in a, in like a second language, and then third, it's like they think they assume that you're Japanese. Right. <laughs> so, <it's just> like, <laughs> so awful. Oh my god. Oh god. Like on yeah, the plus I... side, like not looking foreign, like kind of helps sometimes too. Like during certain situations where I can just like pretend to be one of the crowd and just blend in completely you know yeah like i've never like we have i have a or i guess we we have a friend a a caucasian holly friend who uh who has told me that he's gotten stopped before by the police just like walking home randomly or riding his bike home and i was Mm. like i've never had that because they probably Mm. look at me and they're like oh japanese person Ooh, Mm -hmm. but that that holly guy over there let's let's stop him you know yeah yeah has that ever happened to you though that has never happened to me. I've oh, only nice. I I do have friends though, but they've either been like uh, they're usually people of color. Oh, interesting. Because I because my my friend, the Holly friend that I'm talking about, or white yeah. friend. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the friend I'm talking about, he he specifically mentioned that to me because he was like, yeah, whenever I'm walking home. Or like this was back when I lived in Chiba. He was like, whenever I'm walking around with you, me, Callie, or mm-hmm. like his girlfriend at the time, who was also Japanese, he said he never got stopped by police. But if he was walking by himself or with another friend who was white, mm-hmm. they would sometimes get stopped. So it'd be like the assumption, like, oh, what are these Howleys doing out there? Versus like, oh, this Howley guy's with that Japanese girl. All right continue you know yeah, I, i've never i've never been stopped by the police yeah so. I, I, maybe he just looks sketch looking like maybe he just looks sus <laughs> <It <laughs> might more in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was probably just sus i mean the the, the place that we i lived in in uh, chiba had a area that was uh you know the masachi kind of kind of places so it wasn't like the it wasn't the it was ske- it was kind of sketchy so mm-hmm. Makes sense, but he probably just so for people back home. Sometimes police will approach foreigners and ask for your like your uh, alien right. card, your, like resident <laughs> residence card, residence card. Uh, and, and you sometimes even for your passport to mm. see if you're like if you're still um, if your visa is still applicable. Right. Um. So I've heard of stories before mm-hmm. but the only friends i've had was one i had a i had a friend from zimbabwe who got stopped um and then okay. i also had a friend from um i think it was peru it was somewhere in south america oh. and because they were like people of color oh i, see. I think that's why they were stopped yeah because yeah, there happens. is like huge like bias against or i guess just people of color really stand out in japan yeah like as a caucasian i i do stand out but mm-hmm. not 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 close to the same as like people of color oh uh, yeah sure that's true like even ronnie like the six months he was at kcp i think he said he got stopped oh like yeah he said he got times, stopped right? yeah yeah i don't doubt it i think i think especially um African Americans or just um, black people in general, because of like all the stuff that happens in um, like Harajuku and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, you know, it's really not fair. I yeah, that's messed up. I mean, it's it's Japan. It's yeah, yeah. They're still quite a homogenous society. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's the good the good point of us looking like we're Japanese. <laughs> oh, it's definitely been better. I think, you know, when I compare the couple times where it's been shitty to like the countless times that it's been useful, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's definitely Yeah. 
a privilege here. Right. Yeah, I can totally see that. Like, I think sometimes it's fun to stand out as a guy gene. Right. Like, it's like, ooh, I'm kind of like the like the different like I'm kind of like a unique a novelty. Right. Right. But right. um, yeah, just sometimes you, you just want to be left alone. You want to just yeah, like especially like kids have no filter, right? So <laughs> you'll be like on a train or in public and mm-hmm. kids will like ru- I, I've literally been in like a Hyakuen shop like a dollar store uh-huh. and had a kid ru- full on run into a display case what? because he, he was like staring at me what? and then like boom like knocked over the whole thing what? Oh it's like you, you can always see kids in the corner of your eye like just staring at you oh my god and they'll, <laughs> oh my god. they'll be like talking to their parents like ah oh, guy kokujinda like oh there's a foreigner over there and their parents are like shh, shh. Like, uh, yeah because they they just say what they think right yeah like some some days it's like totally fine it's like innocent but right some days you'll just have your off day and you're like right know, right i just want to be normal like, yeah i just i, I just want to fit in like, right i don't, don't want to be this like bizarre creature yeah like you're on display or something yeah yeah, it's kind of a weird place for Japan right now because, you know, it's becoming a lot more, like, international, but mm-hmm. it, it's still not the norm by any means, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of it's like a racism. Yeah. yeah, or just yeah. ignorance, I think. Yeah, a, a lot of ignorance. I think, mm-hmm. on the whole, everybody's really polite and I like that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's still some racism yeah oh totally i don't know have you guys seen that new nike ad in japan i haven't but i heard about it but i haven't actually seen it like i've seen like people post about it but i never actually watched it Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i i was just watching youtube like normal and then that ad went on and i was watching it and i legitimately was tearing up so it's what is that it's an ad just about like uh it's just i mean it's nike they're like a giant corporation that uses like child slavery and yes (laughs) sweatshops yes sweatshops and stuff like it's it's definitely like corporate bullshit right but at the same time it was battling like japanese like ethnocentrism Mm -hmm. so it was like really a really powerful ad just about it's, I think it like focuses on like a, um, I think it was like a maybe a Korean half Chinese kid, uh-huh. um, and then like a half half black half Japanese kid, and, and then just like a Japanese kid who is uh, like more focused on sports rather than like school and struggling uh, like, with their parents, and it's mm-hmm. just like their story, uh, like just a little video of inspire inspirational video of how they go from like being bullied and marginalized to like um the end of the video is like you can't stop us kind of like Mm. feel good video it was very it's a very powerful video and yeah i was like almost in tears like watching it and like but at the same time like i mentioned before it's just nike corporate (laughs) bullshit like at the end of the day they're trying to sell shoes right right. so i feel very conflicted about the video but what was unbelievable is the youtube comments that's what i heard that's why people i saw were posting about they were like bro the youtube comments though and i was like oh shit it must be it was pretty bad then like the yeah like comments? i w- i was like I-, I was the same like i never read the comments initially mm-hmm. and then i heard people saying like oh the comments are brutal so then i was like okay let me like right. read through these and it's like so so awful like just people being like japan we need to stand against this like we will not let the aliens in we will not what like, japan needs to stay pure like it's like thousands and thousands of comments of like mm. keeping japanese purity and like let it like like the kkk but yeah japan. yeah but, but japan J- and J- 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 I, don't know. I like left that comment section like actually just like my heart felt like it became black oh like, my i was God. like it really was disgusting but also i had to think that 
it could easily just be bots right not not actual people but just thousands of bots maybe like used by not even japanese people but maybe even like other countries like bringing their influence Uh, and trying to like stir up hate right right um yeah it was really really scary really freaked me out because i kind of had this feeling before that the younger generation of japan was mm-hmm. like nick was saying was kind of like in this stage of like transition right of like accepting more diversity mm-hmm. but just seeing like the reaction of something as powerful as that video and seeing like all these like nationalists come out of the woodwork is okay. really terrifying mm-hmm. yeah but if, if there's anything that i learned this year is that the uh minority is usually the most vocal so in that case i hope that i hope that's the case in in this in this regard yeah i hope so like you know like the american presidential election the most vocal people were uh the minority in this case in that in but true yeah but anyway (laughs) Guys, we've been talking for two hours. <laughs> All right, let's uh, grab another drink. Another two more. Kind <laughs> of <laughs> catch up. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, you gotta edit this shit. <laughs> yes, Kylie, you were perfectly right. I do have to edit this shit. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, yeah, like Kylie said, we probably could have grabbed a couple more drinks and kept recording. I mean, we had a. I mean, I lost the entire first episode of the audio. I mean, first hour of the episode. Um, but I, I mean, we talked for two hours plus um, in and outside of the recording itself. And I mean, we could have talked for probably much longer. So it was really good catching up with these guys. I hope to see them again in person soon. Maybe have a couple drinks, watch some movies or something. Miss them lots. So thank you guys. 